0: Well, hello, and welcome back to Earth Like Heaven. My name is Doug Ressler, and joining me as always is Robbie Sherry, and we're here to help you close the gap between heaven and earth in your life by learning to live like Jesus. Today is a special episode focused on Easter, and Robbie, man, it, it, it's 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 pretty appropriate to think about you know closing this gap between heaven and earth because that's exactly what just we just celebrated what God has done in Jesus Christ to close this gap between us, and um, and here we are. It's it's now Monday morning, and. You know, we're coming off this incredible Sunday uh, where we get to worship the risen Christ and all that that means for us and the hope and the joy. And and now we think about, okay, how do I carry this in to the rest of my life, the rest of my week, the rest of my year? And, you know, I was talking a couple of weeks ago with a friend of mine who, make it, he's not a believer, but he's making the argument that, you know, resurrection is not just a Christian concept. There's lots of religions in the world and has been throughout history that have, quote, unquote, told stories about, you know, different heroes or gods or goddesses rising from the dead and his in his mind he's like well I just think the disciples just copied that and sort of attached it to Jesus and so it got me thinking like what is it in your mind that makes the resurrection I mean because I think we would all acknowledge yeah yeah resurrection is not just a Christian concept it certainly has lots of different religions and lots of different cultures tell these stories so what is it about what is it about the Christian story though? And the, how we understand resurrection that makes it different. What, what in your mind makes it different, sets it apart?
1: I think as I was coming to faith, one of the things I had to wrestle with is, do I believe in this actually?
0: I know that sounds funny, but to yeah. say
1: like it, it felt so religious to me hmm. to talk about Jesus hmm. and of course right. the baby in the manger. And for some reason. People don't want to argue the baby in the manger. They always want to. They always want right, to argue the right, resurrection. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. As if the virgin birth. Yeah, that's, on some level. I'll give is you like, the virgin birth, ah, you know, but the resurrection happens every I've got day. You know? with. <laughs> yeah, and
1: I, I I find that comedic on mm-hmm. a number of levels. But in all seriousness, in my own heart, I had to ask myself: Was there really a person mm-hmm. whose name is very common in the first century? This yeah. Yeshua, you know, and. Did he actually die and did he actually come back? And so I I play the game. Like, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not real. Maybe the whole thing's made up. Or maybe this resurrection thing was, yeah, the disciples are like, shoot, he said he would resurrect... He didn't. We got to help him out. Let's go pay off some Roman we soldiers.
0: Help out. Let's totally. take the
1: body. Let's yeah. go dump it in the sea. Of, like the first mafia, you right. know, let's get rid of this right. thing.
0: Concrete, we, concrete coffin. Yeah.
1: We don't Jimmy want anybody Hoffa. to we think. Buried it.
0: Jesus is buried under Shea's stadium. <laughs> Here we go. The Teamsters. <laughs> That's correct. They know where the body of Jesus is. Yeah.
1: But they, you know, like the the alternatives are more absurd. That, that's the conclusion I came to. Is mm. people have the swoon theory that Jesus, after hanging on the cross for six hours, hours <laughs> yeah, has, fainted, was asleep the entire time of being wrapped in linen cloths and you know laid into this rock cave, and then you know started knocking or something like right. that. Has the said, energy
0: to roll? Excuse this me. Incredibly heavy stone <laughs> yeah. back. So
1: there's the swoon theory. Yeah. There's
0: the over know, overpower the Roman guards and escape.
1: Yeah. There's yeah. and you just go like the Roman guards would have been put to death right. for admitting that they had somehow faltered in their job or the disciples steal the body. That's another, you know, they pay off the Roman guards, they steal the body. Well, then what? You read any history and people agree, yeah, these guys suffered these horrific deaths. Right. And I don't know about you, but if you said, hey, man, let's make a story up. right, And if anybody questions it, deny it until they rip your thumbnails off and then right. take the pain. I'd be like, nope. Right. I'd give in yeah, before sure they so. even ripped off one nail. So when I'm thinking about the resurrection of Christ, I it's one of the things that just makes me go, wow. Yeah, it, it was
0: it was interesting. So my buddy gave me um gave me a list of all the supposedly mythical figures, figures that yes. had been resurrected, you know. They're all like gods and goddesses. Well, well right. right. So he gives me this list and he's like, see? I mean like there's this whole list. And I was like, Yeah, you know the difference? And he's like, What? And I was like, Jesus was real. <laughs> The, everybody on your list they like didn't actually exist like Odin right, right exactly yeah. that that, like that was one the of the Norse guys mythology. on the list yeah yeah on. qual from you know the Mexican yeah. goddess it's our God it's like it's like okay like in all it, it, so my challenge to him is like you are we gonna have a serious conversation like you do you want to have a serious conversation because if you're just if if you're just looking for any reason not to believe okay man like do your thing like but I don't need to spend time trying to defend or what have you. like. But if you want to have a serious conversation, then let's have the serious conversation. Let's have the conversation about the fact that Jesus was a real person. I don't know a single legitimate historian who would, who say, d- otherwise. Who would say otherwise. Christian, they don't have to be Christian. Yeah. Like Everybody believes Jesus existed. In fact, most historians would tell you that Jesus died on a cross. Right. And I think most honest historians would tell you that regardless of what you think happened the tomb was empty mhm now again you don't have to believe in a resurrection or whatever but like these seem to be like historical markers that actually took place they they happened so the for the christian right now you may have again all your elaborate theories swoon theory and this theory and that theory as to what actually took place and then it's just a matter of like okay well which of these theories seems to be the most credible. Mm-hmm. And of course, for a lot of folks, my atheist friends in particular, who I love dearly, and we have these great conversations around this stuff, like if you're going to start with the premise that miracles can't happen, well then of course, Jesus can't rise from the dead. Like it breaks all the laws of physics. Like if you're starting place is miracles can't happen. Nothing supernatural happens. You're that kind of materialist. Well, then, yeah, you're going to have to come up with a theory as to why the tomb was empty, and it's not going to involve, you know, obviously Jesus rising from the dead. But if you're willing to sort of say, okay, let, let, let me not make any assumptions about what can or can't happen. Let me just sort of look at the evidence on the face of it. You have an empty tomb. You have these appearances to hundreds of people in the days after, Right you have these these men who who literally die in horrific ways to protect this message and then of course generations and generations following them to protect the same message you have right. you have a church that for the first couple of 100 years is absolutely persecuted within an inch of its life right has no power no authority is they're, they're, they're on the run from the Roman authorities, like, and yet on some level between AD 100 and AD 300 goes from like about, by some estimates, like 10,000 adherents to over 20 million and takes over an empire. Yeah. Conquers an empire without an army, by the way. hmm Like, how do you explain all of that? Well, that's and exactly again right. and again, so the, the Christian explanation is, yeah, like Jesus actually bodily rose from the dead. That seems to be the simplest and best explanation. Someone who doesn't believe that resurrection can happen. A materialist, an atheist on some level says, no, it can't be that because people don't rise from the dead. Hey, oh by the way, that's what first century Jews thought too. Mm-hmm. And if you read the gospels, that's exactly what they thought. They thought when Jesus was crucified, this is it. That's the end. Like there's no, we don't go anywhere from here. Yeah. No one expected him to rise from the dead. That was the last thing in their minds. They weren't waiting around three days to go, okay, so is Jesus coming back? Like they were going home. Mm-hmm. Read the walk to Emmaus, Yeah. right? In Luke 24, the, the disciples were headed back to like town. Like Peter went back to fishing. Right. Like no one thought he was going to rise from the grave and he did. And even then after the tomb was empty, they went, they, they, the Bible says that they kind of, they went and they see the empty tomb and they're like, they like walk away in bewilderment. They don't Mm -hmm. know what this means even yet. Yeah. Right. And, and, and then it's not until the risen Christ appears to them and shows them what happened. And so when you think about all of that, what are the implications then for us as Easter people, people who are shaped and formed by the Easter experience, defined by the Easter experience. Well, to me, this is the difference between the Christian hope and sort of wishful thinking. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people in our world today want to believe certain things about themselves, about the afterlife, about the world in which we live. But if you like boil it down, at the end of the day, their philosophy is not based on much other than their own opinion.
1: It's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Versus
0: yeah. the Christian hope and the Christian philosophy and the Christian understanding is fundamentally based upon something that God has done in human history to address the problem of evil and to break the power of sin and death. And that's what... Gives weight, ballast on some level, to our hope, mm-hmm. and and gives us a firm anchor in the midst of a storm.
1: Yeah. No. I, I was I was going to back up the train even hmm. more than where you were going. I mean, uh-huh. there are people who, you know, their first their first question is, "Did Jesus really exist?" Right. Right. You know. And so I, my my pushback is always, "Well, did George Washington right. really I mean, exist?" Yeah. Like, right. let let me hear your criteria for whether or not you believe a person exists before there was that's photography. A great, that's a great Because question. people's, yeah. well, there's no photos of them or they right. have them to go. There's more written about him. And well, I can go see George Washington's home. You can go see the places where Jesus walked. Exactly, like You can go right. back and yeah. forth yeah. with right. these and go, yeah. you fundamentally yeah. believe that George Washington lived. Why don't you believe that Jesus lived? What what right. does George Washington? Well, we've got wooden teeth. Like I love that one. Right, you know, right, <laughs> you right, go. Right. So you think the people of the first century were stupid or something because what they reported
0: you're dismissing? Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. So
0: first chronological was, snobbery, I think, is what. The, yeah. Was it C.S. Lewis? Called Some, it that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: First, can you admit that there is a man who lives named Jesus of Nazareth who is a rabbi? who teaches some things mm-hmm. that compel these 12 and 11 guys to do some radical things with their own lives. Right, like, right. give me the fact that this guy lives. Mm-hmm. Even the, I mean, up until I was in high school, we called it B.C. and A.D. The Correct. entire world turned on this guy's life. Right. Ono Domini, in the year yeah. of our Lord and, and before Christ, and we, we've we manipulated that. Now it's the common era and before the common era and my right. question's always, well, what what shifted that? I mean, the fall of the Roman Empire, I'm No. So start with, did Jesus exist? I think if you're intellectually honest, you have to say there's too much evidence to say that he didn't.
0: Or there's at least as much evidence that he existed as there is of Julius Caesar or anybody else that we assume. Right.
1: And then you go, well, where's your evidence for that? And you go to the Bible and you say, look, if you apply the same criteria Mm -hmm. to the Bible as a piece of ancient literature...
0: As you do to... Homer's Iliad or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the things right, that I teach. Yeah, I right. teach
1: the Aeneid and the yeah. Iliad and the Odyssey. And these right. and we have more first century documentation oh of this Bible... Not even close. ...written closer to its right. source of the, of the right. events than any of those books. Yeah. So intellectually, intellectual honesty would say the Bible is as, if not more reliable, than any of our other ancient texts. Right. More so than Hannibal crossing the Alps with elephants. The right. The person of Jesus existed... And now you come down to this hinge point. right? If, I mean, a lot of people said they were God. A lot of people said right. they were Messiah figures. Right. A lot, a lot, of, of, a
0: lot uh, of Messiah figures were crucified, uh, by, by right. the way. Jesus go. wasn't the only one crucified. Right. I mean, the Romans were throwing people on crosses all over the place.
1: Right. So why are we talking right. about Jesus' crucifixion? Right. Like, a, you ask anybody, like, name three people who were crucified. People are going to give you Peter upside down, mm-hmm. Jesus... And then they're going to go to Google. Right. Spartacus. Right? So you go, uh, okay, so we're, there's a reason why we're talking I about I just gave his. You number
0: three, by the Thank way. Thank you. And I didn't have to check Google.
1: <laughs> there's a reason why we're talking about his and his resurrection. That's right. We're not, ta- if you say, hey, you know the Norse god Odin, how he was resurrected? Nobody gets offended. Correct. Nobody's sitting there going, oh, "Oh, you know that that bothers me. Why are you pushing your Odin on me or something like that?" Your so, odin
0: on so here we go. So you're, now you're Raven, one eye, one-eyed, <laughs> one-eyed right. Odin. Stop pushing your.
1: So what, one of my favorite things yeah. about that we do at Easter is we do this call and response. of he he is risen, we don't say he has risen, right. We don't say he was raised. Mm-hmm. We have this. I mean, it's this Not really if you try interesting yeah. participle form mm-hmm. that's saying no. He is the risen Christ that's that right. in, that transcends mm-hmm. time in our language to say that's that's who we worship. And because mm-hmm. like Christianity is all chips in on the resurrection.
0: It, well, it really is, and I mean, and 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 to your point. The, uh, the, actually, the, the comment that prompted this whole discussion with my friend was a, just a little quote I put out on Facebook from a, a friend of mine, a gal by the name of Fleming Rutledge, who wrote an amazing book called Crucifixion. She's a, an incredible preacher, older gal. After a lifetime of sort of preaching and teaching on this stuff, she wrote a book which is considered to be like one of the top books on the life, death, and resurrection of Christ focused specifically on the death part and what that means for us. And and her point in there was that the only reason we're talking about Jesus after 2,000 years is because he was raised from the dead. He, that's the only reason that you've ever heard of this guy, right? Right? Because there's, again, to your point, there was plenty of other crucifixions that took place. I mean, the Romans crucified thousands. There were plenty of other messiahs running around in Israel, oh, by the way, in the first century. and And yet the No one hears of like Ben Sirach. Right. (laughs) Unless you're a total nerd like me. Or Jake. Or or Jake. That's exactly right. No one's heard of, you know, uh, like Judas the Galilean, you know, like all these other like would-be messiahs, these would-be messianic movements, essentially revolutionary movements that the Romans absolutely stamped out and destroyed like as quickly as they could. And by the way, they did it all over their empire. And they used crucifixion. This is to her point they use crucifixion. I mean, you want to talk about like like the, the the crucifixion may be like the, like you, you want to take like the worst possible thing you could do to a human being. Yeah. Come up with that. Devise a method by which you could absolutely strip a human being of their dignity, of their value, of their worth and do it in the most painful, painful way possible that's what crucifixion is the romans did it on purpose they did it to to basically have power over these all these areas over which they had control it was so brutal that they wouldn't even mention it in polite company like you would go to dinner parties it's not like people were like oh did you see like did you go to the crucifixion? did you go to the crucifixion today i lasted a lot longer than i thought right i was you know i was taking the over you know you had the under, you know, on Jesus's death. Like, what are we talking about? Like, no one talked like that. It wasn't until crucifixion ended that we actually see in history people talking about crucifixions. Right. Because it was so horrific. It was so brutal. You, you, you didn't even talk about it. I mean, it was that bad. Yeah. And so, again... That's happening to thousands of people. I mean, and not just in the Roman Empire. Oh, by the way, the Persians did it. I mean, just various forms of crucifixion. Mm -hmm. I mean, human beings are horrendous. Like we're, we're, I mean, you want to talk about like evidence that for like total depravity, crucifixion might be like right at the top of the list. The fact that we devised it. We came up with with it so horrible. So bad, right? It's just terrible, right? So painful. We had to invent
1: the word. Correct. Excruciating. (laughs) Right? Correct, right, Dolan. The word you're exactly right. Means very good. So bad.
0: English major, by it's the way. From very the cross. good. Good job, Robbie. Yeah, I mean it again. So that's happening to lots of people, and the only guy we talk about after two thousand years is this guy Jesus. Yeah, and it's because even crucifixion, the worst form of torture and punishment and killing that we could ever that human beings have ever devised, was not enough to keep Christ in the grave. So that, I think in my own journey,
1: and I guess I'd encourage our listeners to do yeah. too, is, so let's let's predicate it on this. There was a man named Jesus. Right. And the Bible is historically accurate. Mm-hmm. And if it records what he said and did, and all of human history has been changed because of this person right. who we're still right. talking about, don't you kind of want to know what he says? Right. Don't you kind of want to study this, his teachings? Because if what he said is true and he came to to set us free and talks about it's for freedom. You know, Paul writes, it's for freedom that you've been set free. And Jesus says, you know, I, I came to give you life and give it to the full. Like these are the things that we want and it's available because of this crucified Messiah who resurrected and you're it's the morning after it's it's monday yeah, you know yeah. and i i love the scriptures how it talks about how you're right sunday there's the empty tomb there's this this question. I mean, uh, the scriptures do so much. I mean, it elevates the status of women by having them being right. the ones right. that are the first it. witnesses and, and you know, all that stuff. You yeah. get right. these disciples who return to their fishing and they, they're they walking to Eumaeus and they're kind of abandoning it. And then, Yeah, it's because
0: no one wanted to worship a crucified God. Yeah. It was, as Paul says, a stumbling block to Jews and just absolute lunacy to the Greeks. Yeah.
1: And so yeah. then he meets, I think, the eight disciples who go fishing. Yeah. And, you know, makes breakfast with them, does this sweet little reinstalling of Peter, who's right. just come off this denying him three times, and and commissions them. And And what he says is just this brilliant, you know, says the most authoritative thing anybody can possibly say when he says, I have all authority mm-hmm. on heaven and earth, and by the way, I just got back from being under the earth if you will
0: correct yeah. like i've
1: got all the power yeah go tell people about me
0: right and yeah put yourself as you're in the disciples sandals you know not shoes yeah. but sandals you know you're on the beach chacos yeah chacos yeah that's exactly right chacos. you're in the disciples chacos
1: not a sponsor by the way not a
0: sponsor <laughs> and he says all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me and you're thinking to yourself this guy was just in the ground yeah and he's not so I actually believe him when he says that all authority in heaven and earth has been given him. Like, he's not just saying that. Like, he yeah. literally, death couldn't hold him. And so so then the next word, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. Like, okay. That makes me want to, yeah, exactly, right. let's o- go. Okay. Like, let's do this. Right. So, yeah, I think fundamentally as people kind of head into their Monday and head into their Tuesday and weeks, months, years ahead, having encountered the risen Christ, having come face to face with the message in the heart of the gospel, having having heard the good news proclaimed. This is why we call it good news in, mm-hmm. in the Christian tradition. It's because we are proclaiming a victory over death, a victory over evil, a victory over the power of sin in this world. And, and for those who, yeah, for those who say, well, I mean, what is God doing about evil in this world? We we say he came in the person of Jesus Christ. He He has defeated evil mm-hmm. once and for all in the cross. Well, evil still happens. Of course it does. And, and until every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Jesus is Lord, evil will still happen yeah. because man's inhumanity to man is so terrible. And this is a condition that we're all born into, and that's why we have to... That's why the, the urgency of the message of like, we got to go out and proclaim this thing because this is the hope that the world has is that God came into it. God came into it. God is not waiting for us to come to him. He actually entered history. He came to us. And that's, again, the unique feature of Christianity is that we worship a God, a crucified God. Again, that's just so baffling to me. Jews heard that message. And they immediately think back to Deuteronomy, where it says, cursed is everybody who hangs on a tree. And so they're like, no, we don't worship a God who gets crucified. That means that that guy was cursed. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to worship him. And for the Greeks, it's like, why would you worship a guy who just got murdered in the most horrific way possible? That is sheer lunacy. So again, that Jesus dying, which most historians would say, Happen Yep. Like that. That makes no sense. Why you'd worship that guy unless he came back from the grave?
1: Yeah. And so if you're, you know, if you're wrestling with,
0: and, you know, and by the way, bodily came back from the grave because yeah, appearing just spiritually that's not victory. Mm-hmm. Leaving your body in the ground that 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 didn't help anybody. <laughs> okay, like that 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 doesn't tell anybody anything at all. Yeah. Because. I, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, that's not resurrection. Resurrection means body the whole coming out of the ground.
1: The whole story, I mean, there's such a sweetness to it. Like, Jesus doesn't need to move the rock right. to get out of the tomb. Like, what a sweet God that he moves the rock right. so that we can peer in and go, hey, he's gone. Right. He doesn't need to fold the the, right. the linen but what a sweet God to appeal to these Jews who have this Passover tradition of folding the napkin yep. which meant they were going to return and right. what a sweet God who he he doesn't need to leave the scars in his hands totally. and the hole in his side like honestly the guy right. could go man I you know did clean my, this up yeah no? <laughs> fitness I, right. I do not want this scar in my body right. he leaves it for the Thomases in all of us That's so right. that we can see that like all of these things that he he meets us where yeah. we are. So the Monday after Easter, I, I'm always just struck by, man, don't you want this to be true yeah. because if it, you have to investigate it if it is true, it changes everything yeah. and it is the hope that we're all craving and all these other things. Mm-hmm. And if you do know him, what mm-hmm. what a compelling God who would do this for you? why wouldn't? You want to go and tell others about it. Why wouldn't you want to share this freedom with others and go, man, like, you know, figuratively, I've seen the empty tomb. I've touched Mm -hmm. the hole in his side. I've been commissioned like the disciples. And I love you too much to leave you where you're at with Mm -hmm. just your, your state of anxiety or fear or wherever you are trying to find the freedom of the offers, why not seek it in Jesus? Like, what do you have to lose right. in
0: seeking this guy out? Oh, that's a hundred percent true. And not only that, but I would say that if you come to the conclusion as I have, as you have, as we have, as Jake has, Billy has, everybody involved in this podcast have, I mean, it, if you've come to the conclusion that God raised Jesus bodily from the grave, then everything we're talking about on this podcast. That's why we're doing it is because we believe every, it's the ultimate validation of everything he said, everything he taught, everything he did. Mm -hmm. That's why we believe in this stuff. That's why, but we believe that every word he says is true. Why? Because the dude died and came back and, and no one else has. In human history, literally death is undefeated except for one guy. Yeah. And that's Christ. And if that's the case, then maybe, maybe we should listen to him. I mean, now some will say, well, I mean, Lazarus came back from the dead. Yeah, but Lazarus died again. Yeah. Like, how much of a raw deal is that? You know, go through it (laughs) twice, man. Dang it, Jesus. you know, just leave me in the grave, you know, I mean, on some level, I like, think he was
1: leave me in the grave. I don't know what he was doing. But anyway, like, I mean, can we recycle right? those death linens? How <laughs> Expensive those reconcile? things are
0: seriously, right? Covered in spices. Right. Anyway, you know, I, I mean, and Jesus comes back and never goes back in the grave. And so of all the people throughout human history that you can listen to Buddha died, Confucius died, Muhammad died. I mean, like no one else worships a a God who came and lived and died and rose again. Like that is it. That's the heart of the story. Now, absolutely. If you're out there listening, the church has made a mess of that message on some Mm -hmm. level. So we all get that. Like we all get the fact that Christians have not done a great job at following the risen Christ. I mean, we all get that, but, but take your cue, not from Christians, take your cue from the risen Christ. take what he has to say. Seriously align your life with his life and, and watch what happens as a result. Um, Any closing, any closing thoughts on the resurrection as we're kind of, like I said, people are headed back into the the world coming off of Easter
1: Sunday. I think that's exactly right. How you, how you wrap that up. The, the idea that, you know, people want to engage in the debate. Well, what about, well, what about, well, what about, and then the invitation to examine them yourself and people have the, the sort of coup de grace seems to be, well, I had a neighbor who said he was a Christian who right. he, and I kind of go, right. don't, don't you want the real deal? Like right. nobody likes That's the, right. the, uh, off brand version of rice krispies. Yes. Nobody likes the great value. Like just right. buy the real deal. That's exactly like, right. Don't take the projection of something. Don't take the representation of something.
0: Yeah.
1: Seek the source. That's right. That'd be my encouragement. Yeah buy the brand name. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh no. Oh, okay. I mean depends. I mean, yeah. You buy the depends sometimes they're just the, generic, the same. The
0: generic version of depends.
1: Um that's one of those ones you want to go with the name brand. More research you want has been done. Go with the yeah. Name brand the alternative. To All right, empire. we are
0: digressing hard. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I think it is. It's 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 pattern your life after Jesus. Don't don't take your cue from the people who claim to follow Jesus or your only clue from them. I mean, obviously relate to, I mean, you know, being part of the church, you know, people are strung out along a spectrum of spiritual commitment in the church, just like they are in in the world, but really take your cue from Christ. Mm -hmm. Let him guide and direct you. And, the great promise is that he, he says he'll do it, which is just really awesome to think yeah. about. And so that's what we celebrate on Easter, really, is uh, that we get to walk with the risen Christ through life. So awesome. Well, thanks as always to Jake, our guy behind the glass, making it sound good. And for Billy putting these podcasts together and throwing them up online. Please keep listening as we dive deeper in the weeks ahead into what it means to follow Jesus. We'd love your comments and your reviews, as always, on whatever platform you choose to listen to your podcasts. Uh, subscribe to stay tuned as we release more episodes, and we'll talk to you next time.